Monique Steele joins us now with a roundup of the latest rural news. Kia ora, Monique, and farmers and growers are being advised to plan for El Nino. Yes, well, there are early warnings that the just-arrived El Nino weather pattern could produce droughts as severe as the ones suffered in 1982 and 1997. El Nino brings strong winds which can cause dryness and drought to east coast regions like Canterbury, Wairarapa and Hawke's Bay. The weather pattern was declared as underway in Australia last month and in New Zealand last week. Dairy NZ's General Manager of Farm Performance, Sarah Spade, is urging farmers to plan ahead as a sweltering summer could be problematic for many key farming regions. So it's really simple stuff like making a plan and sticking to it, thinking about things like how many cows do you can you realistically milk and feed well over the summer, so getting rid of any passenger cows or culls before it gets too dry, thinking about using nitrogen tactically to push feed ahead, either for the food grazing or to make a bit of silage to have in the stack, thinking about your supplementary feed, what you might need, getting crops in early if you're going to grow crops and use crops, just really simple things uh, to help farmers manage, particularly in a year where financially things aren't great. Meanwhile, a drought expert says farmers should make the most of the tools available to them. Morgan Bennett of the University of Otago's School of Geography says drought tracking tools could help map the impact of the incoming warm, windy and dry weather. You might not be aware of NIWA's uh, drought monitoring tool that they have and I really think that's a really key bit of work, key source of information that Farmers can use moving forward as we move through spring and into summer if this dryness continues to develop. So that's got about a 35-day lead time on it. So it's a really nice forecasting tool. You know, before you go and increase some stock numbers, for instance, you might want to just look at this tool and, and see what it's saying for your region. The free software developed by NIWA and the Ministry for Primary Industries uses artificial intelligence and long-range weather modelling. Morgan Bennett says it's also a good time for farmers to check their irrigation systems are working well. A new rural banking report has confirmed a grim financial picture for agribusiness this coming year. ASB's Rural Quarterly shows weak Chinese demand is pushing global commodity prices down, especially for dairy, red meat and forestry. ASB economist Nat Keel says the bank is anticipating a reduction in meat and dairy production as many farmers fall below that break-even point. It's going to be a pretty challenging period. A lot of that has to do with what's happening in China. You know, it's obviously such a major trading partner for us. China sneezes and everybody else catches a cold. Um, and so what we've seen is that commodity prices lately um, have kind of continued to ease just as the economy there is weakened and demand's weakened. As prices fall, fewer farmers produce and, and therefore you get a bit of tightening in supply and, and prices start to move up again. So, you know, we are in a cycle and, and things will get better, but it's really hard to pick um, exactly when the turning point's going to come. Nat Keel says interest rates are expected to remain at those elevated levels for the next year or so too, with the debt servicing burden at its highest in years. 
A new methane report by the International Food and Agricultural Ag- Organisation has highlighted the difficulty New Zealand faces in trying to mitigate methane emissions from livestock. The report says extensive pastoral farmers face a unique challenge with their outdoor systems when compared to indoor operations, which are common elsewhere in the world. It says of the 30-plus methane mitigation tools researchers compared, many weren't as accessible or available for pastoral farmers. And the report says while genetic options like selecting low-methane-producing animals were effective, cost, how the animals were managed and technical supports were seen as barriers. The report says methane emissions from human activities like farming contribute about 0.5 degrees Celsius to observed global warming and it says helping agri-food producers reduce them is an important pathway in achieving the Paris Agreement. An Auckland deer farmer has been pinged with a $12,000 fine for not complying with MPI's National Animal Identification and Tracing Scheme, or NATE. 73-year-old Lester Nixon was sentenced in the Papakura District Court on Friday for failing to tag 278 animals under the NATE scheme. MPI spokesperson Brendan Mickelson says when people in charge of animals disregard their tracing obligations, they put the whole agricultural sector at risk. All cattle or deer must be fitted with a NATE tag and registered in the system by the time the animal was 180 days old or before it's moved off the farm. Strong gusts around much of the South Island are not deterring eager anglers as the new freshwater fishing season casts off. Fish and Game is expecting to issue around 130,000 licences this season, of which around 10% will be for international fishers. Spokesperson Richard Cosgrove says there are plenty of anglers along the uh, Rakaia River in Canterbury this week when the season opened on Sunday. Even though there was a little bit of blustery wind, we were surprised with the numbers of people that we met. We came across some like really keen, committed family groups. We had a group that had got up at 4am uh, in their school holidays to get their dad to drive them from a Maramut to fish um, some of our waters up here in North Canterbury. And uh, we even found a Swiss family that had emigrated here to New Zealand um, in the last couple of years just because of the fishing. You know, we see our fishery pretty much every day and that sort of thing, and we don't realise how great it is for other people around the country or around the world, actually. He urged fishers to check, clean and dry their equipment between waterways to prevent the spread of invasive species, like gold clams, which has closed fishing at popular Bay of Plenty spot, Lake Orkatina, just last week. And that's the rural news for today. Koyara te purongo o te taifenawa. Kia ora, Monique. That's Monique Steele there with our rural news.